0: You're listening to another ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now onto the show.
1: Are you frustrated and confused about how to attract new clients? Nothing you have done is working and you're tired of waiting for the phone to ring. Imagine learning the tips and tools that will help you get noticed and booked by your ideal client and paid what you're worth for your amazing services. Now's the time to make your dream a reality and the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show will teach you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. One of the things I often say to my clients is that you can have the best systems and the best processes in place, the right action steps, and a great support team. But if you don't have the right mindset, despite having everything else in place, you can still struggle to get more clients and build a successful business. My guest today is Mo Vara, and Mo's a strategic interventionist who works with clients to create a mindset they need to strategize ambitiously to take their business to a higher level. And by using strategic intervention techniques, he helps people take action and discover their empowered selves. And today, Mo shares how to design and control your mindset, the impact of the blame game on your business, how to Plan, using the rapid planning method for rapid results and much more so let's welcome Mo to the show so welcome to the call Mo thanks for having me now you are a strategic interventionist so for our listeners today can you share with them what is strategic intervention
2: right yeah I can yeah basically I was trained as a strategic interventionist by Robins Madonna's training institute so, uh, today, when I share concepts and techniques and strategies, um, the ones that I will share today are based on the strategic intervention strategies by Robin's Madonna's training. But, coming back to your question, it's about asking a strategic question. As the name implies, ask powerful questions to strategically intervene in the approach, in the behavior, in the mindset of the individual to help him or her be the best they can be. Strategic mm-hmm. intervention is about helping the individual become more focused and passionate about their goals. It's about strategically assisting the client, give their goals and plan their all. Mm-hmm. It's about being focused in focused and realistic manner. So you basically are you use strategies to get the person to reach their own aha moment, to reach that realization for themselves, by themselves, so that they can own that realization and then whatever they come to realize they will take ownership of it and they will make decisions and once they make decisions, they're more likely to carry that through and do it Mm. rather than what they've got to do.
1: Yeah. And so, that sounds really powerful. So, someone really is, you know, asking some very thought-provoking questions and you mentioned about sort of someone's state of mind. Is it easy to control your state of mind? I mean, what would you say? How can someone control his or her state of mind?
2: Basically, if I may take a step back, if you feel stuck and you want to take anything to the next level, for example, your life or your career or your business, then you must do three things. And the first thing is to change or to create the state of mind or the mindset needed to to get to where you want to be. Then you've got to sort of let go of your blame game and the stories that you have in your head and then start strategizing. Probably strategizing is the easiest of the three, but... The first thing, as you rightly mentioned, is to to change your state of mind. Mm. Um, To change your state of mind, it's not the the theory is uh, not that difficult, but it needs practice. It needs hard work. It needs determination. But it's definitely doable. Uh, Three things basically control your state of mind. The first one is your physiology. How do I stand, move, walk, breathe, whatever. Second thing is your language. I don't mean French or English. I mean the phrases you use. That impacts you the way you feel, and on a daily basis. And thirdly is your focus of belief. What do I ask myself? What do I tell myself? What do I have to believe in? What is important to me and so on? Mm-hmm. People generally believe, so that, that when you are in a particular state of mind, like you're depressed, you're happy, you're sad, whatever the state of mind is, that these three things are impacted. Your physiology, your language, and your focus. But I want to tell them today that If they focus on these three things and design them, then they can impact their state of mind.
1: Yeah. And I would imagine too, I mean, if we look at it from the context of an ambitious entrepreneur and they've been trying what they can to build a successful business, yet they continue to, yeah go up against a brick wall all the time and finding it very difficult and struggling. I'd imagine some of the language that is going through their mind, some of the phrases, you know, I'm not worthy, who am I to grow a successful business? That, of course, is going to impact your physiology. You're not going to feel very good. So, you're probably not really sitting with upright shoulders but rather slumped over and you really continue to focus on that. So, I guess what you're saying then is to control that, you really need to take that proactive. Redesign it. Come up with that strategic intervention. Ask those great questions, and then change those three things: the physiology, the language, the phrases that you use, and then really focusing and believing on those different areas. Is that? Do I have that correctly? Do I understand that correctly?
2: True, because you know your body language, or your physiology, is a key trigger to the new state. That is the most important one. Mm. You know how do I stand? How do I move? How do I meet others? How do I walk? How do I breathe? You have to think. Okay, if I want to be in a go-getter state, in a persistent state, in an enthusiastic state, happy state, what body language should I have? If people filmed me today, and they put me on mute and they watched me move around in the street or at home. Would they get the impression from my body language that I was enthusiastic, hardworking, you know, go-getter person that they want to be dealing with? Mm -hmm. I might give right vibes through my body language, but as you know, body language, as I'm sure all of us in this business have heard, that is 55% of your communication. Words are only seven percent. Body language is 55%, and the remaining 38 are actually your, your tone of voice. So. You want to get your body language right. You have to ask yourself, okay, if I want to be in a persistent state, what body language should I, what body posture should I adopt? And it works both ways. When you use those body language, when you use those postures, not only others will see you in that state, but also you will also start to feel that way. It communicates internally as well.
0: Mm. So you
2: not just masking an underlying panic state, worried state, and, you know, a nervous state. You actually are creating, creating that uh, state of mind by using your body. Mm. Second, second, as I mentioned, was the word. You know, if if you use negative talk, use positive talk that empowers you. And, you know, we have uh, special phrases that impact the way we feel. So we want to make sure that, you know, you don't use things like, you know, I don't know. How would I know? Because guess what? If you keep repeating that to yourself, you start to believe that you don't know. And then you convince yourself that, that, that you can't do it. Yes. So you, in the beginning, it can be a little bit difficult because it's like going to the gym. You're trying to change something. You're trying to exercise certain muscles in yourself, the words and the emotions and the body language and the focus. That is, you know, you're not used to. So you're trying to design it very much the way you would sort of want to build your body. You want to build that state of mind. So you have to make sure you put into place the right kind of words that you know would empower you, but you can only decide what those words are. Mm-hmm. The last one is, as we said, was focused. If you're focusing on the negative, obviously you're not going to go very far. If you're focusing on the positive, you go far. You know, imagine if you are, you know, you're talking to your friend about your favorite restaurant, and uh, you talk about the menu, and as soon as you start talking about the, the goodies on their menu, you, your mouth starts to water. Well, why is that? Because what, is, what you're picturing in your head becomes real to you. You're not seeing it. You're not smelling it. You're not eating it. So what has happened is by focusing on that menu, by focusing on what you love, or that food, if you like, then your body is actually responding to that. It doesn't know that it is not in front of you, but because you focus on it, it became so real to your body that your mouth starts to water. I'm sure you can give lots of examples of that, but what you focus on becomes absolutely real to you. So you've got to get the right focus, you have to get the right words, and you have to have the right body posture. If you do these things, consciously make a decision to control those and plan those, you will be able to change your state of mind and be have that state that is needed to take you from A to B. Yeah,
1: so very insightful. And as you were talking, I often would well I thought of people who would often always talk about the negative things that happen. They always notice and talk about and make a big deal out of the things that went wrong, the things that didn't make it and they forget to concentrate on what is working in their business and it's such an an important lesson for all of us to really be mindful of what it is that we're giving voice to and as you said, make sure that it is empowered, that you just focus on the positive, that you really do focus on things that drive you forward and do so passionately and in a positive way. So very, very important. Now, one of the things that you talk about and you refer to is divorcing your story. And I'd love to find out a little bit more about what you mean about divorcing your story.
2: I think this is a term that's used by Tony Robbins, which I love very much, uh, which is basically you have a relationship with a story that you keep telling yourself. Whether you know it or not, you have a story that you keep telling yourself over and over again as to why. Your life is the way it is, or your business is the way it is. This story may empower you if you're successful or paralyze you. But if you're stuck, if you are not making the progress that you want, I would presume it is paralyzing you. So, what you want to look at, what you want to look for is that story. Is that holding you back? You know, our bad past experiences seriously influence our beliefs if you allow them. They feed our fears and stop us from, uh, you know, stop us in our tracks but your future doesn't have to be a repeat of your past. So the question is, are you suffocating your hopes and dreams with this story or are you giving yourself an excuse to let go of your responsibility for it? Because once you say it's not me, it's not me, it's her, it's him, it's it's that event, it's that thing, then you're sort of letting go, you're dropping your shoulder, you're letting go of your own responsibility. So as long as you keep that story, you're keeping yourself locked in, in place. Mm -hmm. So when The story you condition yourself to believing it. This is what Tony Robbins keeps referring to: conditioning yourself. And the story could also be that you know, not only you're blaming others, you could also be blaming yourself. I'm never going to be successful. I'm lazy. I'm not leadership material. I'm not brave enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not tall enough, short enough. I've got nothing to offer in this relationship. It's all about fear, fear, fear. You know. Yes. Uh, You can change your life by changing that story. You can break off that relationship. You have with that story. You know, so but to do that you need to change that mindset first. To, to create that window of opportunity for you to be able to change that story. With the right mindset that we discussed earlier, then many things become possible, many things can become doable. And then you can critically look at the things that you're telling yourself, you know, after to why you are where you are and see if that's really true. I mean I'm not suggesting that you shouldn't take responsibility for your actions or for your mistakes. You should. But you can learn from them. But if you live in a state of blame, then you're paralysing yourself. Mm. So did you want to
1: ask something no I was going to say what you're sharing is just so insightful and I, and I think people really need to take that moment and listen to what you're saying because you know things may happen and sure you might have expected a great result and the result didn't quite turn out as expected but rather than as you said rather than playing the blame game where you either really beat yourself up, beat others up, and look for every single excuse under the sun about what it didn't work, you take a step back and say you know what is it that I can learn from this and can we use the three steps that you mentioned before about really changing the language, focusing on the positive and using that experience to help us move forward? What are we going to do next time? You know, How are we going to get a better result the next time that this happens? Can we use the same principles that you were talking about earlier as well?
2: Absolutely, you have to. I think you have to create that mindset using the three things, physiology, focus and words to create that mindset so that you can critically review that story that you keep telling yourself. If you want to break that pattern, if you want to become unstuck and move forward, take your career or your business or your life to the next level, then you need to create that mindset first. That is the fuel that propels you forward. Once once you've done that, then you can critically review the way you have been viewing things, your your life story, and see how you can change it. You know, and this uh, state of mind creates the window of opportunity. Let me give you an example of this. We've all been to great conferences. We've all been to fantastic as conferences that have, that we've left feeling refreshed and enthusiastic. You know, we've come away thinking that I'm going to change the world. I'm going to change myself. I'm going to change my company based on that wonderful conference. But if you don't take action immediately to change your story and adopt that, the one that suits your plans, then you will quickly go back to the same condition as before. And I'm sure we've all been there. I'm sure we have all been to great conferences where we felt great but the effects wore off after a few days, after a few weeks. Well, that is because you did not change your story. If you had taken that opportunity after creating that state of mind, that anything is now possible to change your story, then you go back to the way things were before. So the two go hand in hand. You need to to create that state of mind, then go after your story and break that pattern so that you can become unstuck and move forward and start strategizing.
1: That's- yeah, absolutely. I'm just wondering, Mo, do you find that with some of your clients and then maybe even some of our listeners today, do you find that some people struggle to identify their story and they're really stuck in that state of stuckness and they don't recognize that the pattern that they keep telling themselves is not helping them and it's hindering them from moving forward. And if you do, what sort of steps can someone take to start recognising that the hey, the story you are telling yourself, you need to divorce yourself from it. so how can people recognise it if they are stuck and they don't even see that the story they're telling themselves isn't helpful?
2: I think uh, like if you go to a great conference and that sort of creates that enthusiastic state in you, that is fantastic, but you gotta take action. Right, you gotta take action. You gotta strategically start planning. Mm. But I think what is would be very very useful you can do without it you can do it yourself but the chances are that you will struggle more if you without it I think you need to have a coach everybody needs a coach everybody I think would benefit from a coach even the greatest athletes have got coaches you know so it's not only about people who are if you like you're failing measurably anybody who wants to take their game to the next level even if they are very successful they want to be even more successful if they're fulfilled they want to be even more fulfilled they would need a, a coach to help them strategize To help create that state of mind To divorce that To be able to identify that story As to mm-hmm. where they are And this needs to be a continuous thing Going to a conference for two days is wonderful But I think it needs to be You can create that mindset like Very much like an athlete You can create that determination in yourself But it will take time For you to create the body that you need The stamina that you need yes. To be a, Achieve what you want. So it needs to be a continuous thing that somebody needs to be out there in your head, like a coach, to be on your side, to hear your story, and to tell you and be frank with you. (laughs) I'm
1: chuckling because I can almost imagine somebody buying a weight loss DVD, you know, exercise program and they watch it every single day, but they don't actually put the action steps together. And as you're saying, it's someone that says, hey, get up off the couch and start moving. You've got to take action steps rather than just watching it, you know, attending a uh, an event or something and not putting that into action. So, that's really important because, you know, for many of us, we may be telling ourselves the same story, but not recognizing that. That story is really hindering us from building the life or having the life or having the business that we dream about. So it's a very, very important. Now you also talk about something else: the rapid planning method. Do you want to just share insights? What is the rapid planning method?
2: Yes, sure. Basically, I can divide thoughts into two classes, if I may. Um, Thoughts: there are the first category of thoughts that belong to the world of thought alone, very philosophical. And there are thoughts that express themselves in action. Some people glory in their exalted thoughts. But if these thoughts never result in action, they remain useless. The power of thought is dependent on its manifestation in action. And so it's all about action, action, action. So what I do with coaches or with my clients is that I will, first of all, I will ask them, okay, what result are you looking for? It has to be obviously smart goal. It has to be specific. It has to be measurable. It has to be realistic. It has to be time has a time frame and all the rest of it, but um, they have to put that down and tell me exactly what they're looking for and then tell me why they want it. What is the compelling reason for wanting that result? What is the purpose of that result? And I will not ask them for one purpose or one reason or one compelling reason. I'll ask them to put down as many as they can. And I'll push them to give me 10. They say, well, I can't give you 10. It's good. I want to lose weight, for example, because I will look good. No. You want to lose weight because you want to feel healthier? Yes, yes, it's all for that as well. So we keep going through the compelling reasons. And the more compelling reasons you find for it, the more it will be easy. the easier it will be in the future to get you off the couch and doing it. You know? Whatever the result is that you're looking for, whether you're trying to lose weight or you're trying to turn your business around, you have to tell me how that result will make you feel. You have to feed it. You have to taste it. And once you taste it, You raise the bar, and you definitely go for it. So once you have the compelling reason, on those difficult days when you're finding it that you know you're not making the progress that you're 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 hoping to make, those compelling reasons push you forward. And um, then once you've got that compelling reason, we go to massive action plan. We write down exactly what needs to be needs to happen for you to get that done. And I don't want it in. uh, say for example I know once a week I'll do that I want them to know day by day hour by hour if needed to know exactly how you're going to do this and then I will hold them accountable I will hold them responsible I'll, if I I will follow them up and if they're not doing it I will say hey you promised to do this you said you would do that why aren't you doing it or oh, mm-hmm. if you're doing it fantastic keep up the good work do this as well do that as well keep so pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing until you have that breakthrough Oh,
1: I love that. So let me just, because I've wrote those down, so let me just repeat that. So you ask yourself, what is the result that you're looking for? And obviously, the result has to have the SMART goals, which is really very important. And then you need to ask yourself, you know, why do you want this? And write down as many compelling reasons as you can, because the more compelling they are, the more inspiring, you know, pulling you forward during the times and situations where you might find it a little bit more difficult. And then you plan the massive action steps that you're going to take and you really need to be very mindful of what you're planning and sometimes day by day, hour by hour. And then, of course, accountability where yourself, such as the coach, would keep you accountable for what you've said that you are doing. And that's the rapid planning method. And I'd imagine that when you really have that focus, you find yourself reaching your goals that much quicker. Is that what you found with your clients who have implemented this rapid planning method?
2: Absolutely. Once you know what result you're looking for, once you taste it, once you see it, once you picture it in your head, it becomes real to you, as I was saying earlier. Once you focus on it, focus you know, brings, uh, clari- no, brings clarity and clarity is absolutely powerful. Mm. And, and, and once you can see it in your head, what the result is that you're looking for, you feel it and you go after it. And then when you go to compelling reasons, let me give you a small short example. Imagine you are uh, standing outside of an electric fence, okay? Yes. And so- fence. Then there is a there is a high wall just beyond the electric fence, and beyond inside of that there is a moat full of alligators. Bear with me.
1: Oh and my then, goodness! <laughs> yes. And
2: then uh, within uh, within the inside the not inside the moat, but what is, And then there's a castle surrounded by the moat, if you like. And the drawbridge is up, and there's a security system for the for the castle. And inside the castle, right in one of the bedrooms, there is a uh, hundred dollars sitting on a bed. Right. Yes. And then uh, you are standing outside. I'm just saying. Well, do you want that hundred dollars? You say yes. I would love that. So well, go get it. Go get this hundred dollars. How can I do that? There's a electric fence in front of me. There is a high wall there. And there is a moat with alligators. And there is a drawbridge that's up. And it's got a security system. How am I going to break in? How am I going to take that hundred dollars? Right. So you want it, but there is no compelling reason. The amount is not really compelling to you. For example, right. Mm. But if I, say that, God forbid, your child is on that bed and God, God, God forbid, that the the building is on fire, you will come hell or high water, you will make sure that you will jump over the electric fence, you will climb that high wall, you will jump over the moat and the alligator, you will break into that thing, you will put the fire and you will rescue your child. Yes. Because you have enough compelling reason to do so, and nothing will stand in your way. Failure to you would not be an option.
0: Mm -hmm. It's
2: an option. So since it's not an option, if this doesn't work, you try another way. If that doesn't work, you try another way. You will keep pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing until you rescue your child. Would you do it for the $100? No,
1: you wouldn't. No. Put a couple of zeros on the end of it and maybe, but I love that story because I think then if, you know, people are going through that rapid planning method, if they can't come up with, you know, a number of really good compelling reasons, then they've got to ask themselves, well, just how badly do you really want this? Are you going to take massive action? Probably not because you haven't found the compelling reasons as to why you would. And that example just really paints that picture so beautifully and why we want to do that. And even just the word, the phrase massive action, you know that you are going to have to take those you know, proactive steps to get that done and I think that's so very, very important. I think what you shared today is so very important because many of us in our business, we've got our goals yet we continue to struggle and maybe one of the reasons why we're doing that is because the story we are telling ourselves, the internet voice, that inner critic, is really holding us back, and you've shared some incredible insights into how we can turn that around. And I know for some listeners today, they'll want to get in touch with you. So, how can they do that, Mo?
2: Well, they can either go to my website or drop me an email. My website is www.globalempoweringsolutions.com. So, again, that's www.globalempoweringsolutions.com all one word and uh, they can go there and there is a contact us button there is a button there for asking for a complimentary uh, one-off coaching session there is all sorts of goodies that they can sign up for there's a newsletter so they can get in touch with me through the contact us button or they can write to me directly through Mo, moe at com. that would be my email address they can write to me i'll be happy to uh, talk to them
1: Fantastic. And of course, we will have all of Mo's contact links on the show blurb so for those of you who are subscribed to iTunes and you're listening to us on your mp3 player really do encourage you to pop along and click through to those links and also share a comment you know what have you taken away today what massive action are you going to take and what compelling reasons have you identified to really make the goal for 2013 the goals that you have for 2013 even bigger and better for your business and uh, certainly encourage you to do that now Also, Mo, I know that you've got a program that is coming up and I'd like you to mention that we will also put a link to that page on our show blurb so people can link through. But just explain to people what the program is because this may be something that they would like to invest in to help them take their business or career to a new level.
2: Absolutely, I can, yes. I mean, in, in, in um, January, we'll start promoting a program that will start in early February, maybe around the 4th, of February. I have to, I think the fixed date is 4th or 5th of February, and that is an 8-week program that's going to be online in a group, and I will be sharing on a weekly basis, maybe for 45 minutes to an hour, concepts such as the one that we've shared today, to help the um, people who, professionals and, and business owners and individuals who take their careers or businesses or their life to the next level. And this was, what we covered today was just the tip of the iceberg. So we'll dig deep, we'll go very, very deep. I will, hopefully by the end of it, the benefits will be that the person will realize what stories are holding them back, will create that mindset necessary, and will be able to take the next step and push things forward. Through and get to the next level they want to get to and strategize obviously, so it's all about helping the individuals you know have their break take the things to the next level. So that's an eight-week program starting in early February, and uh, I would love to have people sign up for that
1: fantastic and of course we'll put the link to where you can learn more about Mo's program on the show blurb so you can click through and find out how you can awaken your empowered self to turn your business or career to a new level Mo it was such a pleasure speaking with you today I think what you've shared with us and just as you said covered the tip of the iceberg has just been so invaluable and I certainly thank you again for your time and yeah thanks for coming on the show
2: My pleasure. Thanks for having me. And I would like to wish you a a great and happy Christmas and a a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to all the listeners and to yourself, Mary. Mary.
1: Thank you very much. Hi, this is Anne-Marie with today's inspirational tip. A savvy networker knows it'll take time and commitment to build a solid network. Don't give up when results aren't immediate. Have you ever attended a networking event and left it feeling disillusioned that you didn't walk away with a number of orders? Now if you've said yes, you're certainly not alone because I've spoken to many clients and even colleagues who also shared the same feeling. They were sad because they'd attended networking events, they'd given a really great introduction, yet no one really came up and wanted to order from them. But you know what? It takes time to build relationships, and it is really quite unrealistic to expect to attend a networking event where no one really has heard about you, no one really knows you, and then for you to walk away with orders. And what Why is that? Because people need to get to know, like and trust you. And that means that it's going to take some time to attend the networking event regularly and build relationships with the people who are going there. And that can take time. So don't give up, but rather take the steps to build a solid network of people who know, like, and trust you. And when you become known as a specialist in your field, as the expert in your field, you've taken the time to speak with them, to get to know them, to find out what they're doing as well. When you've taken the time to do that, and they really do see you as an expert and as a specialist, when they're ready to make a move, when they're ready to invest, guess who they're going to think of first yep that's right you so take the time to build relationships a solid network so people can get to know like and trust you as a specialist and the expert that you are then once you've done that I'm sure orders will start flowing your way I hope that was helpful for you this is a tweetable so uh, pop across to our show page and down below you'll see a link tweet this so go ahead and tweet this and share the message with your friends and your network as well because they'll certainly appreciate it that's all for today so until next time stay inspired this is Anne-Marie you've been listening to the ambitious entrepreneur show do you want to promote your business to tens of thousands of other ambitious entrepreneurs both nationally and internationally I invite you to reach out and learn more about our customized sponsorship packages by emailing be a sponsor at ambitious network.com. That's be a sponsor at ambitious network.com and we'll send you out further details.